What's up, y'all? This is BC. Welcome back. I didn't hit you guys on Friday and Saturday with a live, um, though I will be consistently doing it at least four or five nights a week. I think 6 p.m. is good for now, um, so you can expect uh, put your notifications on um, and all that fun stuff because I think this is a good time. I may transition it to being a little bit later certain days, but we'll see. I haven't released the official schedule yet, but for now, 6 p.m. Eastern will be the time that we go live on YouTube, okay? So I named this one, It All Starts and Ends With You. I'm constantly going back and analyzing my journey, which I'll be discussing a little bit today with you guys to make some of the points that I would like to make today. Um, though tonight's live will not be more than an hour because I lecture for my coaching students um, at 7 Sunday evening, 7 Eastern. So, you know, even if it gets really juicy, I have a hard stop at about 45 or 50 minutes. A couple quick things, laundry list items. Uh, check out the Agagi, right? The real estate Agagi for sales people, entrepreneur, people who are just getting started. Um, it's a low ticket coaching program that I created for you. I'm also doing, for those of you who really are into sales specifically, I'm going deep on my communication challenge. It's a four day challenge the day after Christmas, the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. Anybody who joins the Agagi gets that for free up until Christmas. However, if you just want to do the challenge, that's also in the description. Plus, my website and everything else is there for you to check out. Okay. And then Miami people, South, uh, yeah, South Florida people, January 6th, we're doing another in person Miami Business Connection event. It's going to be dope. I have a lot of guest speakers. It's going to be lit. All right. So make sure you check out all that stuff on my Instagram in the description. It's all there. It all starts and ends with you. So let's go back, right? If I look back 10 years, a little bit more than 10 years now when I started in real estate, entrepreneurship, right? Uh, doing all the stuff that people do when they want to level up in today's world, right? Reading more, learning about sales, communication, dressing better, moving better, thinking better, speaking better, all that stuff, right? And I look back, none of that stuff mattered to me. I was a professional athlete before. All I cared about was being good at basketball and getting girls and a bunch of surface level dumb shit that most people in their younger days care about. Wasn't into improving myself, wasn't into philosophical stuff, the martial arts or any of that stuff, which now intrigues me a lot. I never explored that side of it. Therefore, my reality, my thought process, my results, my quality of life, my emotional state, all of that was a direct reflection of what I valued, what I cared about, what I focused on, okay? That's not rocket science. We've heard this before, but you need to really take a look and analyze in your life, what does that mean? When you take that information and apply it to you, what comes of it? What do you see? What are the results? I remember um, being very resistant early on when I got into self-improvement to read because I equated reading with the stuff that we did at school. And every time they made us read in school, I hated it, right? It was always boring, right? I equated it with something forced upon me versus self-education. You're now going to pick something that you are interested in and that you really want to learn. And when I got into entrepreneurship and sales, I said, man, I really have to do a deep dive on communication. Like I need to become the grandmaster at being a communicator. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that comes with it. 
Okay. And we'll be discussing that today, but start with that. 10 years ago, there's a shift in me. I changed careers. I come back from being overseas. The chapter of professional athlete is over. I'm now presented with life. Hey, I got to do something. It's become that loser sob story that most people become talking about when they were 18, 21, right? Oh, back in the day, I didn't want to do that. So something new had to happen. So when I decided entrepreneurship, sales, building a business, that is something I never done, didn't know anything about, no prior experience, no connections, no nothing, no extra money, no, right? I'm not starting with anything here. It's not in my bloodline. It's nowhere. Meaning everything about me from that moment forward when that decision is made has to change. So now you take stock of your life in that moment and you say, okay, what I'm doing now, everything about me, how I think, how I walk, how I talk, how I live life, how I plan, how I spend my time, all of that right now, it's going to go under a microscope, right? A magnifying glass. And we need to see what needs to change. And in most cases, when you make these decisions, everything has to change. But the first mistake we make is we want to pick and choose. Well, I love playing video games, so I'm going to change everything. But no, I'm still going to play video games six hours a day. Or you know what? I'll change everything, but I'm not going to stop drinking my six beers every night because that's just me, right? We immediately impose our own, what I call bullshit, because we refuse to let things go. But for that paradigm to shift, that current reality has to shatter for you to change, meaning everything has to change. That will likely mean habits, diet, lifestyle, the people in your life, how you spend your time. Your self-talk, how you dress, how you walk, how you talk. And we can go on and on. All of that is going to have to change. Every single thing. And a lot of people aren't cool with that. Now, if it ends there because you're not cool with making those changes, fine. That's cool. You don't have to. However, you can't have it your way. You can't expect that result, which requires that process, and then for you to do it your own way. This is the modern era that we're in. People are being lied to. No, you can do it your way. You don't need to do that. Blah, blah, blah. You don't have to follow a morning routine. Just wake up and take a shit and then have your coffee and do what you want. What are you talking about, dude? And people sell this stuff. No, you're going to have to change. If you're not willing to let go of the people in your life that are mediocre because you want greatness then you'll stay mediocre and that's fine. Then stay with them, stop talking and, and live your life. If you refuse to adopt the proper habits, do a deep dive on your skills in whatever field that you're in. Understand that it's going to take a tremendous amount of hard work and effort and dedication for years. And then it'll get harder and harder because where I'm at now in my life, decisions, consequences, responsibilities are much higher and much graver compared to before. But I didn't have to worry about shit. Yeah, the lifestyle is better. You make more money. You have more reputation, more prestige, for sure. But th that there's something else that comes with it, which is a tremendous amount of responsibility, risk, right? Mistakes are much more catastrophic. More challenges, right? More pressure. You're held to a higher standard. All that comes with the success. You can't have 
you know, one without the other comes with the territory, right? That's the saying. So people will resist and want to do it their way. Or they look at it and say, fuck, that's a lot. Like I always used to laugh and, and talk to people and say, dude, I remember when I got into real estate and people would be like, man, you know, after a couple months, a year, you know, man, it looks like you're doing really well. You're dressed sharp, bro. You know, it seems like things are starting to really pick up for you. I see like the little plaques that you're getting in the awards. Hey, man, like shit, maybe I should do real estate. <laughs> then I started telling people. What I'm going to make a reel about this in like a video because it's probably going to go viral, right? Like you guys have been seeing, if you follow my channel, some of the shorts that I've been making lately on like body language and that stuff are getting a lot of views and exploding, which it's about time, right? Because I know my shit should be getting a lot of views. Um, it, it cracks me up because people would ask me, what are you doing? And then when I told them what I was doing, everybody was like, what? And then immediately nobody got into real estate because I told them what I was actually doing. I was like, dude, you see the suit. You see the awards, you see all these videos, you see the consistency, but what you're missing is <laughs> the studying, the waking up early, going to sleep late, being a fucking robot, right? Door knocking, cold calling, self-education, complete saturation into my career and focused on myself. Like you don't see that. You just see the result or the results as they're happening. And as, as soon as I gave them the reality, everybody ran for the hills. And I knew that would happen. I knew that would happen because people are so jaded. And they watch TV shows and, and they have no idea the reality of what bona fide hard work is. So people don't want to do it, right? Or they want to do it their own way. And, and these issues start happening. But again, you want a different result. You want a better result. You want a new result. You have to change. You have to adopt new things, new habits, right? And it's no different than being a kid and going to school and learning, right? They're teaching you things. That process has to continue when you're older. However, you can't rely on the teacher to do it. Yes, you're going to have teachers and help along the way and coaches and all that, but you have to step forward. You have to participate. And there's a lot of work that you need to do. And, and that's one thing that I've been telling people lately. It's you got to do the work, man. Stop fucking watching videos. Do the work. Stop quoting people. Do the work. Stop listening to a podcast. Do the work, right? Stop planning to do it. Do the work. Get out there and, and do something. I remember even when I was brand new as a salesperson. Everybody would talk about strategies and stuff in the office. I already left the office because I was out door knocking or I was in the bullpen making calls. Everybody kept talking about what they're going to do and this and that. And there was very little or no execution. That's why if you go out, talk to people. Oh, man, they'll talk your ear off. I'm going to do this and that and blah, blah. I'm preparing one day and I'm getting this together and I'm gathering information. It's like, well, what the fuck are you actually doing? Because my first question is, what do you have to show for it? Now, if you don't have the result yet, but you show me, I'm busting my ass every day. You know, I'm making X amount of calls and I'm talking to this many people. You're on your way then, bro. Good. You have something to show me. At least you have the effort that you've put in. Because I remember people messaging me, oh, man, I'm getting ready to start, you know, uh, in sales. 
okay, tell me what you've been doing. Oh man, I've been preparing for six months, you know, getting my scripts and all that. And then I'm like, what, what do you mean you've been preparing for six months? Day one, you get your ass on the phone or you go out there and you start talking to people. What do you mean you've been preparing for six months? You see, but that's that person who hasn't ditched their old self trying to do something new, but taking their, their old self with them, which is scared, hesitant, doesn't know. You have to throw all that shit away when you come into something new. That's why when the teacher, me, tells you or somebody told me in the beginning, jump, my answer was how high? It's not, well, I don't know if I want to jump. No, what do I need to do? Tell me what to do. I remember telling one of the first people that trained me, Nelson, right? Shout out to him. I said, bro, I want this so bad. If you tell me to like scoop up and eat dog shit every day, I'll do it because I, I want to be successful in this. Like this is what I've chosen. I want to do very well. And people just don't want it that bad, dude. They don't. You see? But that that's a part of the character that gets built up. So when you say it all starts and ends with you, that comes from within the desire, the hunger, the dedication. So people really need to deduce this thing down to the simplest thing regardless of what it is that they want to do. Because again, if you follow me, you're likely in the sales space, entre entrepreneurial space. You're somebody who, who probably is at least thinking, I don't want to be average. I want to do something different. You want to be good at a public speaker, right? I get people from all walks of life here, even though I would say 70%, 75% are probably in real estate or sales, right? The other 25% is a mix of everything. So if that desire is there though, Meaning you actually want to do it. Okay, well, what are we actually doing? Right? And it needs to be dumbed down to the simplest thing. And we need to say, okay, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to dedicate the next couple of weeks to blank. Right? Because it blows my mind, even the people that contact me about, hey, man, I want to I become a better communicator. And everybody stops at, what book should I get? That, that, that that's it it's like dude it, it, and if you guys are on and you hear me give the answers i laugh i'm like how are you gonna get great at communicating reading a fucking book bro that's like saying you know what i want to be a great basketball player what book should i get like i get it right i'm not clowning people but you need to look at what you said in the request and what you want to do with the action or thing that you're gonna right couple that with if i want to be a great public speaker then what equals great public speaking doing speeches learning getting a teacher right like those are some of the things it's not one little well i'm going to listen to this podcast so the request the desire sometimes for people and the claim is up here and then the action level and what they're going to do to follow through is like down here. It just doesn't align. That's why sometimes I'm almost aggressive with people with those answers. It's like, what do you mean? So if you listen to me answer those people, I say, dude, don't read a book. Like get a coach, like do Toastmasters, like get out there and talk to people. Like you have to communicate to become a better communicator. Strategy and theory is great to an extent. It should be 80, 90 action 
hands-on stuff, 10 to 20 theory, right? 10 to 20% theory. Everybody nowadays is 99 to 100% theory, zero to 1% action. It's nuts. So let's break this thing down, right? Let's, let's start with the thought process, okay? That is the toughest one for people. Why? Because it's intimate. The level of intimacy that you have with your thought process, depending on who you are, is probably mostly private. Do you share with people? I mean, it, it's obvious when you speak and you communicate and you live what your thought process is. However, the most internal dialogue you have on a day-to-day -day basis, do you share that with anybody? Do you have a coach or a trainer or somebody very close to you that you share this type of stuff with? Like, man, you know, lately I've been really, you know, beating myself up mentally or, or anybody that you even share this with, because odds are you probably don't, or if you do, it's very surface level. Most people don't, right? They're just with themselves. And when you don't do that, right, it kind of slips under your awareness because it's just automatic programming for most people. But see, that is a dialogue that's running, 20, that's your YouTube channel in quotes, running 24-7 is this. And to the degree that you take action, live your life, live in accordance with what you want to do and what you want to become is directly in line with that. Because if you say you want to be a millionaire, but then I analyze your self-talk and dialogue, and it's that of a nine to five worker or somebody who makes 10 grand a year, you're not going to be a millionaire, dude. You see, but sometimes you need that objective third party like me analysis or somebody else saying, wait, did you catch that? Are you aware that you're doing these things? You see, where we run into an issue immediately with this though is a lot of people have too much pride. I don't need help. Why should I do that? The ego gets in the way because people think they're all that. I don't need help, right? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Oh, that's not important. Oh, that's bullshit, right? Stuff that people have no idea about, they just start discounting it. Nah, nah, I don't want to. Well, okay, just tell me a book that I can read. Right? Very dismissive, we can say as well. But that's a big one. So when you hear some of this new age stuff, it's not even new age, right? It's old. When you hear somebody recommend, oh, have you done affirmations? That's one input and basic piece that builds this first point that we're talking about, which is to change the thought process. Because if we take what an affirmation is, which is you write down something that is empowering, right? And then you say it to yourself over and over. What that's trying to do and attempting to do over time is override the programming that you have here by you giving it a conscious input. This is subconscious, that chatter, but by enough conscious input and the right direction, you could eventually reprogram it. In layman's terms, that's how we do it, right? But this is a methodical process that has to be done day in and day out because that automatic chatter is going 24 seven. And if you only input it once a week, for five minutes, nothing's going to happen. But if you're doing it 20, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours every day, over time, you start to shift this thing, right? Part of that too, of this, this process is understanding different perspectives. This is why you need to get around different people and learn from different people. Again, coaching is huge for this.
somebody could come to me with a story. I give them my interpretation of it and how I see it, which is completely, in most cases, a dichotomy, the opposite, right, to how they see it. And they didn't really see the perspective until it was presented to them, right? One of the earliest things we learned in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is this is one of the basic tenets, laws, axioms. The map is not the territory, meaning your personal map of the world, of a situation, is not the territory. Everybody has their own map of the territory. They're all perceiving it differently, observing it differently, experiencing it differently, describing it differently. So with that said, right, you read a book as an example, you're getting that different perspective. If you read 10 books on the same subject, you'll get 10 different perspectives. You see, this now begins to mature the thought process of the individual and see things from a different side. So as an example, when I sell, one of the most powerful frames that I can have is presenting stories and dialogues, which are situations that this person that I'm talking to and selling to doesn't see. Because if I'm dealing, especially in real estate, and I'm dealing with a, a seller client, they're selling their home or a buyer client, they oftentimes uh, lack clarity on a situation because they don't see the other side. And that's why that's so powerful. And some of the stuff that I teach my students is that these dialogues and things in order to get somebody to fully conceptualize and understand the other side. And when they see it, a lot of that stubbornness goes away. Their misunderstanding diminishes. Their ability to comprehend a situation increases. And that's what you want, right? But just like in a selling situation, right? Prior to that, you have to do it with yourself. That's the beauty of this stuff. When you take yourself through these processes, right? Yourself, it becomes so much easier now to help the world or use these same things with other people because you've done it with yourself. A lot of people don't realize if you want to be the best salesperson, you have to first sell, persuade, and convince yourself. If you can't get your ass up out of bed or you don't do what you say that you do, you will never be a good salesperson because then you're a hypocrite. You're incongruent. You expect somebody else to do something that they don't do. And this is from top to bottom, right? And I, I do this a lot with salespeople. I say, dude, you're cheap as fuck. And then you want to sell something high ticket to a client and you expect them to pay top dollar for something when you yourself are cheap. And you will never be a good salesman if you do that. How can you expect somebody else to do something that you yourself don't do, sir, ma'am? And we have a lot of people who think there's nothing wrong with what I just said. That's delusion. I see it a lot in the real estate industry. You want this guy to pay you 30, 40, 50 grand to sell their house, but you want to invest even a couple hundred bucks into yourself, dude? Are you kidding me? And you walk around like that's okay? That's a serious problem. But see, people like the fact that somebody would argue that point with me means they're just completely like they can't even make a basic connection like that. To when I tell them, you're expecting somebody else to do something that you are not willing to do. That's why your selling isn't powerful. They can feel it. They can sense it. That's the crazy part about all this because as that side started improving for me, my ability to sell just skyrocketed because there was a different level of conviction and sincerity and transparency to my speech that cannot be faked. 
if I expect my client or the person I'm selling to, to uphold themselves to a higher standard, right? To make that investment in themselves, you best believe that I hold myself up to that standard or higher and I make those types of investments in myself as well. Otherwise, how could I sit there with a straight face and sell to them? So when we talk about self-sabotage, you've heard that term, self-sabotage, right? That's, that's this dynamic. This is one of the dynamics in that. Because your own system knows, hey, I'm asking somebody to do something that I don't do. I'm faking it. That's why you will hold back. Because you know you don't deserve that sale in that moment. That's why many people fail. Because they don't realize it. They think that's something else. No, it's because you're being incongruent. And when you're being incongruent, it's difficult to live. You probably won't sleep as well at night. You'll be ineffective selling. And you'll always have this pent-up frustration in you. Because you're being incongruent goes back to the title it all starts and ends with you meaning you need to look here and say man i need to improve my process first to then go out there and be more successful as a salesperson simple right now it's simple but it's not easy because taking ourselves through the ringer and and upgrading beliefs and changing our philosophies and changing our habits and thought patterns and and the actions that we take and the people that we spend time with and learning financial literacy and then investing and all that stuff like yeah, it's simple, but it's not easy. It's a lot. And if you have no background with it, it, it it's a lot to have on your plate, but you got to make it through the process, right? How do you climb Mount Everest? Well, it starts with one step. It starts with the first step. And many people will never take that first step. So I, I tell them, one of the sayings I have is, one day or day one, what is it going to be? I've used this line to close people a million times. You're faced with a decision now, Mr. Salesperson who's going to sign up for my coaching. Is, it, is this going to be day one? We sign you up? Or will it be one day? You'll do it in a couple months, like most people say. What is it going to be? Right? And the people that say one day later on, guess what? They never sign up. But the people that say this is day one, they sign up, they do something, they get somewhere. Because that dynamic is there. That would be, it all starts and ends with them. Are they going to break that pattern of putting everything off and, and signing up? Or signing the contract, whatever it is? Or are they going to continue doing what they normally do? Put things off, I'll do it later, it's not a big deal. And then be indecisive. Because that leads nowhere. That's the old person continuing with the old things. So there's a lot, right? And I can't just come on here on a live in 30, 45 minutes and break this whole thing down. This would be like a fucking seminar I'd have to do for days and hours and hours and hours to methodically break down. It starts and it ends with you and going through all these things. But this is why people like me have coaching and we help people, right? So when somebody comes in, we have three months, six months, a year to work on these things item by item, lecture by lecture. But the individual has to be committed to changing these things. So even this first point that I'm covering today about your thought process, what are you going to do when this broadcast is over to improve this? Because I can tell you from my position, I don't deal with that negative self-talk anymore. My mind doesn't work against me anymore. I don't have to worry about getting myself motivated and staying on task. When I want to focus, I can access it immediately. My mind now is under my control, not vice versa. I'm not my own worst enemy like most people. I don't hesitate to do shit. I'm decisive. I'm confident. I'm a great speaker. I've developed these things. 
So a lot of times when these questions come in now, especially like if I do like an Instagram live or something, I have to stop for a second and say, whoa, I need to take myself back to when I was having that issue, put myself in that moment and then answer from that perspective. When I get a question nowadays, like how do you stay motivated? That's not even in my reality anymore. That's not even a question. It doesn't even come up. So I have to stop and be like, okay, let me rewind to, you know, 10 years ago to where maybe I was in that state. Okay. And then answer from, because I can't answer from here. If I just tell them that doesn't exist in my reality anymore, well, that's not going to help that person. But it also gives them an insight into the level they can get to. Because when I say I don't have that negative self-talk anymore, it blows people's minds. Some of them think that like I'm lying or I'm not. But it took a lot of work, consistent work to change this thing, to not have negative self-talk. My mind feeds me what I want to move me forward. It complements me, right? It does the opposite, but I trained it to do that over years. That can be a reality, right? But the first thing is the belief of it because many of these things that I talk about and other people talk about, sales, communication, a lot of people come to me, um, even some students who sign up for my stuff still come in not believing it. And let me tell you this. If you don't believe you can change, if you don't believe any of this shit works, if you don't believe it all starts and ends with you, if you don't believe any of this stuff, then none of it will ever work because you don't believe in it. You don't. And if you don't have belief of the achievement of something, of something being real or not, it's not going to work for you because you don't even believe it exists. It's it, it's kind of the same, even though it's kind of like the opposite of like when people hate something, like the people that want to be rich, but they hate wealthy people. It's like, dude, then you're never going to be rich. How can you become the very thing that you fucking hate? It just doesn't make any sense. Right. So when we start getting back into the mind for a second, right, you have a lot that you can work with. You know, when you look into conversational hypnosis, right, and we look at uh, certain types of language patterns, when we look at being consciously aware throughout the day and catching these things like one exercise that i can give you guys that i did was i caught common phrases that i would say to myself like let's say you'll randomly tell yourself up here or you'll say it out loud oh, i'm stupid i'm clumsy i'm an idiot right all these innocent things that we say come up with a list all of you of common things that you say to yourself whether again in your own mind or out loud okay and it might take you a day or two to just be a little bit more aware and catch these things because you might not just know off the top of your head. So moving forward, once you have that list, you now want to create phrases that immediately, when you say that, you're either going to stop yourself or you'll say it and then you'll immediately say that other phrase right after. Meaning you've created a replacement phrase or something different that doesn't impact you negatively that eventually will substitute that line. And in the beginning, the first step is catch it, replace it. Let's start with that. Let's keep it simple. Anybody can do this. If you give a shit, you'll do this. If you care, if you don't, if you listen to this and you claim you want to get better and you don't do this exercise, you're not going to make any changes because you're just bullshitting yourself. You're not taking any action. What I'm describing is not glamorous. It's not sexy. It's not cool. You're not going to get Instagram likes and follows for it for sure. But this will be very effective in what impacting your own psyche as a human being. If you want to change. Start with that. Start with that.
And then maybe later as we continue these broadcasts, we'll start getting more into it. That's the first step in doing some actual work to diagnose what's going on up here. And we can become clear about what we want the result to be. And for me, it was I wanted my mind to shut up. I wanted my mind to shut up. I was sick of my mind working against me. Why? When I had off days or didn't feel good, it was my own shit. If you have a day or two days or a week when you don't get results and you're working hard, it is what it is. But if you feel bad about it, it's your fault. If you keep thinking about it in a negative way, it's your fault. If you can't get it out of your head, it's your fault. Same thing with getting a, a song stuck in your head. I don't deal with that anymore. God, doesn't that drive some of you crazy? Getting a song fucking stuck in your head and feeling like you can't. I don't have to deal with that anymore. And it used to happen to me all the time and I hated it. It doesn't happen anymore. Because even if I like a song and I repeat it, I can get it out of my head like this because I've developed a mental capacity and I know the technology to get it out. Whether it's a song or something negative, if I had to, boop, I could get it out. See? And all these techniques are amazing. But I had to do the work to learn it, apply it, and then actually execute and use it in the real world. Which is why even in day-to-day -day conversations with people, they're just like, what the fuck? Some of the shit we talk about. And we geek out about this stuff, man. This is why I like, I, I like going out and talking to people about this. It's amazing. It's cool. Because this is fascinating to most people. It really is. Because they can't grasp that somebody can just learn this stuff and actually do it and apply it. And then for them to actually meet somebody in real life to talk about it. So when we look at our current circumstances, and let's go back to just the mind. If we had to rate ourselves on a scale from 1 to 10, where are we at with this? We'll just label this one self-talk. One being horrible, 10 being world-class, godlike. Where do we fall? And if right now you would say, man, I'm probably a three or a four, then okay. If you want to get to a seven or eight or whatever it is, what are you going to do to get there? And what plan is going to be put in place immediately? And what's the first action step besides what I just gave you? If it's picking up a book, great. If it's hitting me up to learn more, fantastic. But something needs to be done is the whole point of this broadcast and all of my broadcasts. Because when I get messages from people, right? I can tell when you ask me a question if you're actually going to fucking do something or not. And I can tell if your question is sincere or not. And if you send me a, a, a question that's not sincere, I'm probably not going to answer it. I can smell it when somebody's just asking me a question and they're looking for a particular response. I know, dude. I've been around the block. I know. You can bullshit yourself. You can't bullshit me, man. Stop. There comes a point in our lives where we have to stop with the madness and like detach from what most people do, you know, the gossiping, the, you know, spinning on the hamster wheel and not doing anything. Because for most people, when they, when they look around in any area of their life and they don't have the results, almost always they're pointing the finger. Well, this is what happened. Well, it's like, dude, shut up. Just take responsibility and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm going to do something about it. I, I can't even get people to post that on Facebook or on their social media because they'll be embarrassed. Hell, we can't even have people produce content on social media because they're embarrassed. 
And they come up with a laundry list of excuses. I'm not an expert yet and all this other bullshit. It's like, who told you that? That's just their own mind. That's a demonstration of everything I just talked about for the last 30, 40 minutes. That story has been said so much that they actually believe it. And again, I didn't even go outside of us today. It was just your own mind. It's crazy, right? Cool. All right, guys. Um, I got a hard stop here because I have to do a lecture here for my coaching students. Remember, anybody who joins the Agagi, which is a new sales and entrepreneurship program I created, low ticket, gets that communication challenge that I'm doing after Christmas for free. Or in the description as well, the communication challenge of doing a deep dive, words, language patterns. Guarantee you're going to learn shit on my challenge that you've never heard before. Like for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, you can check that out as well. Um, other than that, all the other links are in the description. We'll continue doing these uh, series and lives. You can expect 6 p.m. Eastern to be the time that most days I do the lives. All right. Have a good night, y'all. Peace.